0: It's unlucky podcast number thirteen.
1: Oh, <laughs> is it really? Yes. Oh, something no. for nothing. We the, should have skipped right over.
0: We should have skipped over th- you know what we should do? We should call this number fourteen. Right. This way it's not
1: unlucky at all. Right. But like like uh like floors like, on hotels. Yeah, like floors and hotels, right. Exactly.
0: But if you're staying on the fourteenth floor of a hotel
1: You're really on the thirteenth floor, yeah, you
0: really it falls on the 13th apart when you
2: floor. think about it. Right. Like so like if, most we, do. if
0: we call this the fourteenth episode, it's really thirteen Five. It's really just the thirteenth. It's something for nothing. The Rush Fan Cast. You can follow us on Twitter at Rush Fan Cast, Instagram at The Rush Cast, email Jerry at The Rush Cast at gmail.com and our podcast is available just about anywhere. Yeah, just about, just about, even Podcast Addict. Yeah, because we are podcast addicts. It's true. And
1: something called Overcast. Overcast. Really? Are yeah. we are we on that now? Yeah, we have uh, listens from that.
0: Oh, nice. That's great. And the yeah. intro music you heard was um, Ghost Rider, done by our pal Lex. Yeah, that was Who's a good doing a, yeah. a fantastic job he with is. the bass intros to the Rush Fancast. And uh, please rate us on your favorite podcast app while you're listening. Make sure you rate us. It's very important uh, that we feel good about ourselves and for no other reason. No other reason, no other reason. There's no other reason. So before we get started and get back into Vapor Trails, Jerry, you want to hear another Twitter poll that I put up? Oh, of course, yeah. Weeks ago. What's your favorite song on side two of 2112? Oh, wow. That's what I asked our Twitter listeners. Okay. And uh, what do you think they said? Passage to Bangkok.
1: Correct. Oh.
0: 48% said a passage to Bangkok.
1: My favorite song, though, is Something for Nothing.
0: Correct. Me too. Uh, And I voted for that. I voted- You uh, voted on your own poll? Of course I did. 34% Thirty-four percent said something for nothing. Lessons came in third with ten percent. Twilight Zone seven percent, and Tears got a mm. couple of votes. Yeah, I can understand that. I can. Understand I can that understand yeah. that. And we also got some feedback from our friend Chuck B. Sixty-three. We forgot to mention Uh-oh. the sound of someone hitting a joint at the end of the second verse in a passage to Bangkok when we discussed it.
1: Right. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did.
0: And it's nice of him to point that out.
1: Yeah. It also has like a, some kind of whistle effect on it.
0: Yeah. But we can't mention everything. No. We, we'd be here all day. We would be. Speaking of that. Uh-oh. We took a long time to get through the first four songs of Vapor Trails. We
1: did. Well, there's a lot of ground to cover.
0: And because of that, I think we're going to change our format Ooh. yet again. Wow. Really? Now, we it, veered it, from the format a couple of weeks ago and did an interview.
1: That's true. I remember that. Yes. Great Great interview. Net-
0: and uh, yeah, that was great. And we got a lot of great feedback. We did. Um, Wandering the Face of the Earth, the book, we interviewed the authors. Yeah. But this time, instead of doing two podcasts on one album, we're going to stretch this out into three podcasts because there's so much to talk
1: about. There is a lot to talk about. The Vapor Trails. Yes.
0: And there are 13 songs on the record, so it's, it's going to take us a while. Uh-oh. Why?
1: 13 songs unlucky 13 13. oh
0: rush did it to us (laughs) it's a good thing i'm not superstitious (laughs) (laughs) you should get a tarot card reading and check that out oh i
1: totally should you
0: you totally should we should do that maybe not before the next podcast
1: get a tarot card reading sure let's do it should we do it live (laughs) should we do it should we do one episode just tarot yeah i think that'd be cool you can eat some tarot root Yeah. Get some tarot cards.
0: Yeah, I'm into that. Okay. I'm into that.
1: So why don't we get
0: into the next four or five songs on Vapor Trails? We didn't decide how many more we're going to do, did we?
1: No, we're just going to wing it. We're just going to wing it. See Um, how, how long we talk. The
0: next song on Vapor Trails is... The Stars Look Down. The Stars Look Down.
1: So, Jerry, your thoughts on The Stars Look Down? Oof, this is, a, this is another tough one. This whole album is tough to, you know, digest. Yeah. This is probably, oof, I can't even talk about how deep and sad this song is. It's a very, it's a very sad song to yeah. me anyway. Because so, it, I'm sorry, before
0: you get started, in the Vapor Trails tour book, here's a quote from Neil. This seemed to express a fitting view of an uncaring universe. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. Okay, next song. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) We're only going to do two Uh, uh, episodes because we're just going to blow through all of them. Just recap. uh,
0: Another thing I read, uh, this song was based on a 1935 novel Mm. of the same name by A.J. Cronin. Oh, Never heard of it. Never heard of it was also made into a film in 1939. The book tells of an English mining town pre-World War I, following families and their trials and triumphs. Particularly, a young man who is a miner and tries to change the conditions for which miners work, but in the end loses his battle for change in Parliament and also loses his wife. Mm -hmm. He gained nothing and returned to being a miner. Okay, that's... Oof. yeah so so
1: how does this relate to the tragedies of neil oh man this this song is just him what was the exact quote he said it seems to express a fitting view
0: of an uncaring universe
1: yeah it basically he he's asking the world the, the universe you know what is, what are the, what is what is the meaning of this right and the stars look down what are you trying to do and the stars look down there's just they just are up there staring at him. He's asking for an answer, and they're just looking down. Was it something I said? Yeah. He's looking to... He wants to know if things are his fault. What did he do?
0: What did he do to deserve this? Yeah. It's sad. Really is.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a hard one. I mean, it starts off with, like, the fly on the wheel who says, what a lot of dust we're raising. <laughs> are you under the illusion that you're part of this scheme? So even you know, we like to think that we go throughout our day having control over everything that happens to us Yeah. when obviously it's, it's more the illusion of control. Anything can happen at any minute and your thoughts of controlling your own universe would just fall apart.
0: Which brings me to my favorite line in the song. Seems like a lifetime ago you could look with pride on your world of dreams. Yeah.
1: I wrote after that, that's just sad. It's so sad. This song is, it really is. a It's just a sad song. I don't want say the word sad over and over again. This is a, this is a, this is a really sad one.
0: You know what? This is one of those albums that before we decided to discuss it, I didn't really delve that deep into the lyrics. I didn't either. And now that I did, I'm kind of si- sorry that I did. Oh really? A little bit because it,
1: The window into Neil's psyche is Yeah, it's tougher to listen to the
0: songs. I mean they're still great songs, but it's just now knowing what the meaning is, it makes it makes it different. It's a different listen for me now.
1: It is a different listen. It doesn't I I don't wanna say I like it because of of that, of the of the raw emotion, but this is kind of what I look for in in music in general. Right you know, some kind of deep sadness. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I'm looking for deep sadness in everything. (laughs) Um, no, I'm looking for, you know, hints of personal truth. Right. And that's, he really dug deep in a lot of these songs.
0: And like we said last week, there's no question that these songs relate to him. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And, um, Inside the liner notes, as we discussed last week, there's a tarot card that goes with each song. And for this one, the tarot card that they they've pictured in the liner notes is the chariot. Chariot. And the meaning of the chariot, when upright, it's direction, control, and willpower. And I would imagine that we're, we're looking at the upside down meaning here. We are. Which is, well, I mean, it's not upside down in the liner
1: notes. Oh.
0: Uh, but the meaning upside down is lack of control, lack of direction, and aggression. The yep.
2: Chariot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So that would probably describe Neil's feeling when he wrote this song more than anything, I would think.
1: Yeah, I mean it's kind of in contrast to uh, free will. The whole idea of this song is in contrast to free will. Yeah, I mean I guess you still he still uh, we do have free will and that we choose the things that we do but we also can't choose the things that other people do or choose the things that happen to us we can only choose our reaction to them
0: and your thoughts on the song musically the song itself
1: it's beautiful it's great it is a great song it is it, a beautiful song it is a beautiful song but especially the, the chorus Getty's voice in the chorus yeah he really delivered mm-hmm. in this song yeah but, it's amazing it is amazing um we get to the the uh, second verse like the rat In a maze who says, watch me choose my own direction. Are you under the illusion the path is winding your way? Man, you know, he's just telling everybody, like, just wait. Yeah. This could happen to you.
0: Yeah, you you think you're in control, but
1: but you're not. You're not in control of most things, or maybe even anything.
0: And who knows? Look, maybe you get through your life and I get through my life without something tragic like that happening to us.
1: Right. But- but it, it shakes your foundation of what you believed in, what you thought was going on. Right. You know, because he's lived of a, a, an interesting life mm-hmm. so far. You know, he's top drummer in the world, touring, they're doing exactly what they want to do. And then yeah, just two days out of his life, his daughter and then his wife. Comes crashing down. Everything comes crashing down. And I think uh, the the album really starts delving into that more starting with this song. From this song onward, things get really, really, really deep. Yeah,
0: it's tough. Any, yeah. anything else on this song before we before we move on, Jerry?
1: Um, no, I think it like a couple of the other songs in the album. It does end a little hopeful, right? Yeah, a I little think, bit. I think so. Right? Have you lived a lifetime today, or do you feel like you're just being you just got carried away? You know, it's a question. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, even even in such a tragedy? what can you do to keep going forward?
0: it's yeah. Kind of a reflection.
1: It's a reflection on, okay, where do you go from here? Mm-hmm. Even though the universe is a cold place without answers.
0: Now, is he saying we should ask ourselves that even if we haven't experienced a tragedy like his? Or is it just from his own perspective, you think?
1: Oh yeah, I th- definitely think that's his philosophy in general. He He's at least held on to that idea that, he does have control at the end of how he reacts to things. Right. But at this time of his life, he's just wondering why. Yeah. Why do bad things happen to good people type of question.
0: So you, you don't have control over what happens, but you do have control over how you react to it.
1: Yeah. Okay. And uh, in the meantime, the, the universe just looks down at you and offers you no help at all.
2: Oof.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we well, let, let's move I'm on bringing myself down. <laughs> let's move on to track 6 on Vapor Trails, Jar. How it is. How it is.
2: Sometimes
0: your thoughts on how it is?
1: What are your thoughts on how it is? I seem to always go first. I like for you to go first. Okay.
0: The lyric that jumps out at me is, faith and bright tomorrow's giving way to resignation. Yeah. I guess it's kind of a contrast between Neil's tragedy, how it ought to be, is how it was before the tragedy, and how it is, is how it is. is. Am I wrong? Yeah,
1: exactly, no. Between how it is and how it ought to be. He's living every day like that. This is the way it is, but he wants it to be the way it should be. Right. Or the way he thinks it should be, the way anybody would want it to be.
0: Or it should have been.
1: It should have been. Wow. (laughs) I mean, it starts off, here's a little trap that sometimes catches everyone. When today's, as far as we can see, faith and bright tomorrow is giving way to resignation. That's how it is, how it's going to be. He has to resign himself to the fact that this is it. This is how it's going to be for the foreseeable future, at least. Right. uh, For the rest of his life, Mm -hmm. right? Because when you can't see beyond, you know, that sometimes catches everyone when today is as far as we can see. If we just stop at where we are, you know, you might think, you know, that you have faith in bright tomorrows. Mm -hmm. But when something like this happens to you, you don't anymore, you know? The chorus is, it's such a cloudy day, seems we'll never see the sun or feel the day has possibilities. Frozen in the moment, the lack of imagination between how it is and how it ought to be.
0: The frozen in the moment line, it's almost like he's feeling trapped. and there's He's trapped know. between
1: the two things. Yeah, He can't accept how it is and he can't let go of how it ought to be.
0: Just stuck in the middle.
1: He's just stuck in the middle. I mean, the sadness of it is just irreconcilable to me.
0: And again, at the end, a little bit of hope, maybe? Yeah, I think so. It's got a hopeful tone to it, even though it's a lot of the lyrics are hopeless. Yeah. I, I think the tone of the, the song is a little bit hopeful.
1: No? I think so. I mean, it starts with the second chorus. It's such a cloudy day. Seems like we'll never see the sun. I feel the day is all uncertainty, burning in the moment, trapped by the desperation between how it is and how it ought to be. But then he says, foot upon the stair... Shoulder to the wheel. You can't tell yourself not to care. You can't tell yourself how to feel. That's how it is. That's how it is. He has to, I mean, that's something that I think people say. It's something that happens in, I guess, recovery from addiction and things like that. Recovering from any kind of trauma. You can't judge your own feelings. You can't can't say that I shouldn't feel this way about this thing because that's how you feel about it.
0: Right. There's no way to control how you feel about it.
1: Right. You could, I mean, you could try to, but it's not going to be helpful in any way. And he has to come to the realization that this is the way it is. But he still has his foot upon the stair and his shoulder to the wheel. He's still going to keep going. He's going to climb up those stairs. He's going to put his back into his work or whatever he's doing to muscle through and get to the other side. And then how it will be after that will be the new ought to be. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense.
0: Now musically, the thing that jumped out at me is Alex's guitar playing on this song is just incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's he shines on this one.
1: He shines on the whole album. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is kind of a coming out party for Alex after after all the keyboards. <laughs> yeah, all the keyboards. This is like no keyboards, I'll take over here. Did
1: you notice maybe I maybe I just was focusing too much on the lyrics, but there aren't a lot of solos guitar solos on this album
0: no not not too many but even so the guitar is a huge part of the melody
1: yeah well I mean, song. it's like the song itself is one guitar right, solo right exactly especially on this song yeah it's like he's just taking he's just you know going I mean, he's crazy. not playing
0: chords he's like you said almost soloing almost the
1: whole song yeah it's incredible
0: yeah it's great and getty's vocals again
1: getty's vocals are, have that weird amazing of, a weird effect on some of the some of the lines. Mhm. I don't know what that is. It's kind of like a little tunnel.
0: Yep. It almost kind of sounds like Wyland singing through the megaphone almost a little <laughs> bit. You know, he used to do that. What's
1: yeah, what song is that though? <laughs> the beginning. Oh, I don't know. Uh, something on it's the something first on record. It's something on core, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I am smelling like a rose. Yeah, exa-
0: <laughs> exactly. A little bit like that, but but not quite.
1: You yeah. know, I wanted to say I, there's did you ever listen to Warren Zevon?
0: Not a lot, but some
1: after he was diagnosed with lung cancer, stage four lung cancer, Mm -hmm. he wrote an album called The Wind. Yeah. And it's, all the songs were written, you know, with that in mind. This is going to be his last album. Mm -hmm. These are the last things he was going to say. And the last song on that album is called Keep Me In Your Heart.
0: I think I've heard that.
1: Oh, it's a, it's a brutal song to listen to. It talks about just like when you're doing little things around the house, keep me in your heart for a while. It, it, this the The emotion of that song in particular reminds me a lot of this entire album wow like where where Warren put all of his feelings into one song, Neil has managed to put those same types of heartache into all of these songs,
0: like I said a minute ago it it really changes how i how I listen to this album now. I mean, Did, I always knew there was a lot of that in here,
1: but I didn't realize how much so it does it. Is it negatively affecting your appreciation of it or can, um, can it's you just, get around it's it? It's
0: just different. Yeah, I can get around it. It's just different. It's just different. I can feel the emotion of it now. Yeah. And it's just, it's darker.
1: Oh, it's really dark.
0: It's darker for me. Yeah. You know, I i i didn't realize how dark this album was until until now. Yeah. And I, I don't think I like it any less. It's just It's just different. Right. That's all.
1: I actually like it more. Again, you know, I like it. I like the remaster better than the original one, mm-hmm. or the remix, or whatever it is. I listened to it more more recently than I did when it first came out. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't pay as much attention to it because I didn't like the way it sounded. Right. But you know, paying attention to it, you can't help but I don't know feel it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the tarot card that went along with this song is the Hanged Man. Oh boy. Yeah. So usually according,
1: in, usually in tower cards, though they. Things that seem negative don't always aren't always negative.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on whether the card's upright or reversed. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I I don't buy into this tarot stuff. Neither do I. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Because they, they have them in the liner notes. Let's check it out. Sure. Upright the hanged man means sacrifice, release, and martyrdom and reversed stalling, needless sacrifice or fear of sacrifice.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Again, we got to get a we got to get a tarot What do they call a tarot card reader? Just just I that. I think tarot card reader. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my guess.
1: <laughs> One who reads tarot cards. We gotta
0: we gotta interview a tarot card reader and and do vapor trails again with with,
1: with it, a tarot card reader. We should get a tarot card reader to help us interpret the the cards for each song.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: And then that'll be something a, we could
0: do down the road. And I
1: then have, get a reading. And then get a
0: reading. Now are all tarot card readers
1: women? <laughs> if you watch comedies, I guess they are <laughs> sitcoms. They all are. I'm I, sure. I'm sure they're not. Right? It's a stereotype, isn't it? It is. Again, it's a sitcom stereotype.
0: Let's move on to track seven. Is that where we are? I don't know. Track seven on Vapor Trails. Counting is
1: not my strong suit.
0: Is Vapor Trail? <laughs> Jared, this—if we were going to be doing our old format, this would be the last song on side one.
1: Would it? Did it you look would, that? Did you look that up? I like did. A, I did look it up. The LP version. Um,
0: yeah, the LP. This is the last song on side one. Mm. And so, thoughts, sir? Another sad one.
1: Of course. Vapor trail. You know what? A uh, vapor trail is uh, uh, what's left behind, right, from, of a
0: meteor or something or anything really. Uh, no, That's, I
1: think it's the, the contrails from airplanes. Oh. It's called a vapor trail. Oh, okay. Like I didn't I didn't think it was could it meteors. be. I guess it could be. I could mean it that's be? what that's what the the cover of the album looks like, right? Right. I mean wouldn't that be a vapor trail right there? I suppose so. It's just condensation in the air.
0: Right. But it could be a plane, it could be a meteor, it could be a shooting star, could it be anything? I don't know. I'd have to look we, it, we should have done some research on
1: that. Well, I just uh, I just assumed <laughs> that I knew oh, what a vapor assumed. trail was. Oh no, I assumed. <laughs> But you know, it, it also, you know, there's that cake song. Yes. Um, where he says and the fluffy white lines that the airplane leaves behind are waning.
0: That's a vapor trail.
1: That's a vapor trail. Okay. Or moving back what does he say? I'm moving back and forth and the waning of the moon or something. Oh, I
0: don't know. I didn't I didn't look up the cake lyrics before <laughs> we before we did this podcast here. That's for our cake podcast. Find oh, yeah. that elsewhere. Yes, yeah, on of, your a podcast piece of cake. app.
1: Yeah, I mean it's what's left behind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and then it will just disappear, basically. It's the result of combustion, let's say, right, that you can see and you know you know, is the result of whatever you're doing, flying mm-hmm. your plane or whatever, but you leave it behind and then it slowly disappears. So um,
0: I've got a quote here from Neil's book, Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. He wrote that his brother Danny read the poem Funeral Blues at his daughter Selena's funeral. The poem contained the lines, The stars are not wanted now. Put out every one. Pack up the moon and dismantle the sun. Pour away the ocean and sweep up the wood, for nothing now can ever come to any good. Oh my God. And this inspired the line in the song, All the stars fade from the night. The oceans drain away. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. That is tough. So, does the vapor trail in any way symbolize something about Neil's experience here?
1: I think so. I I take it as being you know how fragile life is, mm-hmm. and how your memories of events eventually will, you know, spread out and disappear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's a song about. There's one section of it, horizon to horizon, memory written on the wind, fading away like an hourglass, grain by grain, swept away like voices in a hurricane. I read that as as him afraid that he's going to forget. Not forget about his loved ones, but forget about the tiny things. Forget the sound of their voice. Forget the sound of their laugh.
0: So like the vapor trails, they fade away. Like the vapor away.
1: trails, that fade away. Hmm. And it's a very i know it's depressing right the sun is turning black the world is turning gray all the stars fade from the night the oceans drain away like you said Hmm. he's just he's really depressed at this point
0: now is there any thought that this song could have any other meaning besides how it relates to neil could it be also about the earth in some strange way
1: i guess i'm i'm again i'm like i said i'm reading the entire album through the lens of tragedy so i guess right. it could be. i
0: mean but also the earth is slowly fading away too could some of the desperation in this song be sure. for the
1: earth sure maybe what, what do you a, mean what's fading away that i
0: don't know just uh, um,
1: just because the sun's going to explode and yeah i mean evan- eventually
0: eventually <laughs> it's going to go it's going to be
1: gone you right. know
0: i don't know i'm just the lyrics here don't necessarily relate to neil specifically it's kind no. of a,
1: it's highly metaphorical. Yeah, What are you thinking is, is more like, um, you talk about the atmospheric phases that make the transitory last?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: See, I, I take that to mean...
0: Forest burn to ashes, everything is
1: lost. The atmospheric phases make the transitory last. I took it to mean, you know, in order for the condensation to happen, the air has to be cold mm-hmm. and the, you know, the engines have to be hot. You know, you don't get vapor trails close to the earth. You have to get them way up when ice crystals can form and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when you're closer to the earth, the thing that makes the vapor trail isn't even visible at some point. It can only happen under certain conditions. And I just thought that's what that meant. Atmospheric phases make the transitory last.
0: Okay. And what about musically? Another good song.
1: Yeah. It's another great song. Yeah. I mean, not being a a musician, like I said, I can't really comment too much on other than to say how great <laughs> everything sounds. It's
0: I mean it's a great song. I mean nothing nothing knock your socks off as far as playing here but but still solid song.
1: You know, it's solid song. Yeah. But and, you know there's one at the end he says uh, the l- lyrics are silence all the songbirds stilled by the killing frost forest burned to ashes everything is lost. So all I wrote next to that was jeez. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just a uh, depressing song after depressing song. It here. is. And um, the tarot card that is listed here in the liner notes is the six swords of meaning. Okay. Upright means transition, leaving behind, moving on. There you go. Vapor trails, right? Yeah. Reversed, emotional baggage, unresolved issues, resisting transition.
1: Both of them are. Sums it up, right? Apt, yeah.
0: Yeah. Any other thoughts on Vapor Trails, Jar? Or Vapor uh, Trail? Vapor Trail. Me. Yeah,
1: you know it's not. Remember when I said that I was trying to figure out the the uh, title songs right. on albums? This one technically is not the title song right. of the album because the album's Vapor Trails.
0: Right. This is the singular. This is the singular. singular Vapor Trail. Vapor Trail. Yeah.
1: So that doesn't fit. I mean, it's basically the same. It is, but
0: yeah. So now we're we're moving on to side two. We're going to do this mid podcast. We're going to jump into side two. Can oh. we do that?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I think we could do it. I mean, we you know when it comes to CDs over the years I I don't even You don't even know. I don't even know. You would never know. You wouldn't,
0: but but again, like you, like you were trying to guess before when we were doing tests for Echo what would be a good song to lead off side 2.
1: Right. But that was back in 96. Right. So, maybe albums were still a thing. I don't remember I was buying CDs from the But albums late are 80s. a thing now. Oh, they sure are.
0: And I think I still think when they created this, they thought about it. They had to,
1: right? I don't know. I mean, when you listen to albums, do you hear a side? I mean, I it's some albums obviously. I still I still know the sides because I first heard them on vinyl, right? But or on tape, I suppose, on cassette. I, I don't know if I even realize where a side would end. There isn't that delineation anymore. Right. There isn't that kind of like statement and then an end, and then a beginning of something else.
0: Well, you almost have to think about it two ways. You've got to think about it if if this is pressed in vinyl, someone's going to be listening to side one and side two. And if not, they're going to hear these two songs back to back. Right. Or now with just single downloads, people might just be hearing one song at a time or shuffling it, which is- yeah, and no one should- no one should shuffle Rush albums.
1: No one should shuffle. Rush. I was gonna say no one should also download single Rush songs. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that.
0: That's true. That's true. All yeah, right.
1: Th- there was that uh Tom Petty album. Okay. Full Moon Fever, maybe. Uh huh. Where he after uh you know after like five songs he was he he comes on he says like this is the part of the album this if this were on album this is where you'd have to stop and flip it over he gives it, like a little speech and then there's oh, okay. like a little break. <laughs> and then the next song starts. <laughs> so maybe yeah. everyone should do that.
0: Maybe they should. All right, well let's let's flip it over, Jar, side two, secret touch. I'm going to start off by saying that the bass part is
1: freaking amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. It really
0: is. I mean, that's the thing that jumps out at me on first listen, second listen, every listen. Every listen. Did you know that this song was actually released as a single? No. Yeah. I didn't. How about that?
1: How about that? Yeah. Were were there other singles from this album? I, I think it was One
0: Little Victory and this one they released two singles who who knew who that knew? who knew that they released singles i
1: don't even listen to rock radio much so i don't even know that singles are still a thing i guess so i guess i always so. just think of like a album oriented rock where you just play anything
0: well that's the thing though if you if you work at a radio station the the record company will push a certain song at the radio station and 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 ask that they play that particular song so that's really how the single
1: Right, you still have access to all the other songs. Right, you Unless have access to out. all
0: the songs, but when the album comes out, the record company guy will say to the radio station, "Hey, play One Little Victory. That's the song we, you know, we're pushing. We're pushing here." And right. then after that, it obviously was Secret Touch. Yeah. So those were the two singles from the album. Interesting. How does this song relate to uh, Neil's tragedy, Jar?
1: So it starts off the way out is a way in, right? Mm-hmm. And it, I think that could be him you know, taking off on his motorcycle, the way out of this tragedy is also the way back into a normal life.
0: That makes sense. You know? Sure.
1: So he's, he's I don't know if it's, a, you know, a, a straight, you know, he's, he's like, I'm going to go out on my motorcycle. I don't know if that's it exactly. But the way out of his predicament, the way out of his thinking is the way back into his uh, normal existence for him. It's okay. got to go through something to get back. It's got to get out of this thing to get back into something else.
0: I'll buy that interpretation. Okay, good. Yeah, it works for me. Okay. I mean, there's just some great lines in this yeah. song. My favorite is is the last line. There's never love without pain, which is earlier in the song also. Life is the power that remains. Right. Again, Neil's just yeah. throwing some hope in there at the end.
1: Yes. So out of touch with the weather and the wind direction with the sunrise and the phases of the moon, out of touch with life in the land of the loving with the living night and the darkness at high noon. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even, I mean, it's, it's, this podcast is going to have a lot of silence in it. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. we're just, these lyrics are so evocative of despair. Yeah. He's suffering. Yeah. I mean, you can never break the chain. There was never love without pain, a gentle hand, a secret touch on the heart. I mean, you always remember uh, the people that you love, right? And you're, you're richer for the experience, even if the people go away. Mm-hmm. right? Because it, to be alive is to have feelings, I suppose. And even if the, even if your, your loves go away, you know they're still connected to you. Yeah, right? He's still connected to his family.
0: And I remember, um, I just remember this song being just so great live. They played this pretty much every time we saw them on this tour. Yeah. And it was a great song. But now that I, I know the deep meaning behind it, I may have been crying when I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I heard it's this. It's not song. really
1: a, like a, a sing-along type of song.
0: No, no. And it and, and just makes me wonder how, how Getty and Alex got through making this record, just knowing I mean, they knew what the deep meaning was behind these lyrics and right. they knew how much Neil was suffering. Yeah. And they had to just stay strong for him. Yeah. And and pull him through this. I mean, how much closer did the guys get after making this album together? I mean right. that's a bond that, that's never getting broken. No. Never.
1: And uh, I think they really um you know, they really amped up their playing to really Make these songs even heavy and dark, dissonant in places. Mm-hmm. So they really did a great job of matching lyrically and musically.
0: Yeah, I think so, absolutely. And the um, the tower card. We're back to the oh, tower yeah, cards, sure. Jarrah, for this um, for this song is the hermit. Um, the meaning of the hermit: contemplation, search for truth, inner guidance. That's upright meaning, and reversed loneliness isolation lost your way.
1: Wow. (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Uh,
0: I don't know either, man. This is, this is a downer. You know, we, we probably should have just mixed this song, this album up with a different album and just went back and forth just to get some happy tunes in
1: there. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to think like a different, like what?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Fly by night? I don't know. Some Casey in a sunshine band. (laughs) Who, Who knows? So I think I think this might be a good place to stop on this podcast. Okay. So we'll do uh, we'll do a third installment of Vapor Trails. Before we end up though, maybe we should revisit one of the concerts we saw, Jar. Oh yeah. Thought sure. maybe uh, we'd go through one of the set lists. And we saw three shows on the uh, the Vapor Trails tour. This will
1: get a little positivity before yeah, we, yeah okay.
0: before we finish up here.
1: So Did we we mentioned the three concerts last time. Yeah. Forget. Um, the
0: dates were. July 11th, 2002 at PNC Bank Arts Center, Continental Airlines Arena, Wednesday, November 6th, and um, a couple weeks before that at Madison Square Garden. And that happens to be the set
1: list that I have up here. That was a great show. I remember that show. Yeah. It was a great show. Yeah, it
0: was a great show. So um, The
1: Garden is usually a good show.
0: This was uh, in the an evening with rush days. So the previous tour, they, they nixed the, the opening act Mm -hmm. and uh, thankfully they did. I mean, it was nice to see some opening bands, but much nicer to see rush play more. so the first set, they opened with Tom Sawyer, then distant early warning, new world, man, roll the bones. Then we get into the new songs, earth shine, YYZ, not a new song, the pass, which is always great. Live bravado, Wow, the big money, the trees.
1: Wow, free will. Yeah,
0: and ending the first set with natural
1: science. Oh my God, I forgot all about that. No wonder I remember this concert being awesome. Natural science, the whole thing.
0: Yep, Uh, set two was one little victory. We get the fire in there. Driven, Ghost Rider, Secret
1: Touch. So smart, you know the the way that they've always come up with their set lists. So smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, set two—they—they they saved most of the the new stuff for set
1: two, right? And at but at the beginning, yeah, not oh, that yeah, yeah. not that anybody was disappointed, but
0: no, but people don't know those songs yet. Yeah, I mean, the album just came out. You know, the diehards have it, but most—I would say half the people at at the show probably never heard any of them. Maybe yeah. So then we go into Dreamline, Red Sector A, leave that thing alone. Neil's drum solo, and then what we were talking about few podcasts ago the acoustic version of resist yeah beautiful uh, and then they did the first two parts of 2112 limelight la villa strangiato the spirit of radio wow yeah i mean <laughs> what a keep, show yeah really what a show uh, and the encore was by tour in the snow dog oh my god uh, Cygnus X one and Working Man.
1: Wow. Now that's a show. That is a show. That is a
0: show, baby.
1: Speaking of Cygnus X One, did you see that clip? I think I sent it to you. Of Primus? Yes. That was amazing.
0: Yeah. Les Claypool always uh, always throwing the Rush in there. He is. And uh he he's great. And he is. um they toured with Rush for years and uh became great friends with uh with Rush. Yeah. That's a great song to uh throw in any set, really. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah, why not? Sure. If I had a band, I'd play it. <sighs> yeah, so
1: would I. And that bass if that, I could play it.
0: Th- yeah, well the bass the bass sound on that song. I mean, we'll talk about this when we uh yeah we get into Farewell to Kings, but um the bass sound on that song is amazing. Yeah. Les Claypool in that clip, if you Google it, you you'll find it instantly. Yeah. Just amazing. It, it is, is amazing.
1: Great. Nice tone.
0: Yeah, great tone. Great yeah. tone. All right, so let's uh, see that was a positive way to wrap it yeah, up. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, we, we got a little positivity in there. Yeah. So next time on uh, Something for Nothing, we're going to finish up Vapor Trails. It's going to take us three podcasts to do, Yeah. but we're going to do it. So until then, I will remind everybody that you can follow us on Twitter, at RushFanCast, Instagram, the Rushcast, email Jerry. He loves to get your emails. I do. The Rushcast at gmail.com, and... Um, Make sure you rate us on your favorite podcast app. Very important to rate yeah, us. It is. It it does help.
1: It does. Yeah.
0: So uh, moves us up in the rankings. Maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think uh, on Apple, Apple's podcast, they have a, I don't know, a rating system of some kind.
0: Yeah, we need to be number one in the rankings. We the number do. one music podcast. Right. That's our goal. Is it? That's our new goal. Is it? Yeah. Sure. Why not? All
1: right. A stretch goal.
0: Yes. So until <laughs> next time, Jared, you have a quote for me. <sighs> You're not prepared anymore for these no, quotes, I'm not, are you? I, no, I'm not prepared for the quote. Oh, man. Why don't you pick a quote? All right? right. Well, I'm going to pick the same quote that I read before from Secret Touch. There is never love without pain. Life is the power that remains. Talk to you soon. Yes. Bye.